I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. Hello, everybody. I'm Raul, and we're keeping real wrestling alive, and that is the subject for uh, this talk today. Uh, so it's 2021. Happy New Year to everybody. And uh, I think I want to make sure that uh, people who are kind of new to us, or at least this channel, uh, this podcast that we, we put out, um, so I want people to understand kind of what we're all about and why we're why we're talking about keeping real wrestling alive, why that is our 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 motto our creed um and, ac- and actually where it comes from right so let's go ahead and get to that because we don't necessarily talk about that all the time uh you, you might see it here and there from our uh, some of our posts and stuff like that on social media uh or even this at uh, if you look at, on our youtube channel trailer or our, our channel banner thing you, you'll see keep real wrestling alive but what does that mean um i think that um that subject actually is something that we talk about uh, a lot, but we don't necessarily elaborate. If, especially since you, if those of you who've been following a lot of these live streams, uh, you might hear us talk about like, well, uh, or hear us argue about uh, amateur wrestling, and you can't necessarily just mix that up with some jujitsu, and all of a sudden you're a catch wrestler because also uh, amateur wrestling nowadays, like freestyle and folk style. They, even though they have the the root or their origin comes from catch wrestling, the rules that they've uh, imposed upon themselves, right, has has made them slowly evolve into something uh, very different from the their original form or the original uh, like father style of the catch wrestling. Um, so, while they're great uh, sports in themselves. Uh, they're different from their, they're a lot different from their origins, right? So that's why we have to say, keep real wrestling alive because we want to keep the, the, the granddaddy version or the father, their, their, the origin version uh, alive and intact as best we can. Uh, but where does keep real wrestling alive come from? Because I didn't make it up. I actually, um, that, that was inspired by one of my coaches in catch wrestling, Billy Robinson. We don't always we don't we don't always talk about um, uh, Billy Robinson in particular because I think nowadays he's been uh, marketed so hard. So everyone who's like even shook his hand uh, is like now a catch wrestler or something like that. So that's why we don't necessarily talk about it. But actually, oh, look. <laughs> so this is the picture I always have behind me. Sometimes you can see it, sometimes not. Uh, this is actually uh, if you can kind of see. That's Billy Robinson, right? And here I am, right? So I've trained with him uh, a lot. 
and also went to visit him uh, where he lived in Arkansas before he passed away. Um, so just know it's like um, I do have that connection and um, I took very seriously uh, my training with him. Um, so I even went, you know, directly to him, you know, to, to learn uh, in like a concentrated fashion. And so uh, let's tell you the story about Keep Real Wrestling Alive, though. So another one of Billy's like really hardcore, like 20 years study type of student, um, his name is Osamu Matsunami. And he lives in Kyoto and he's the head coach and the founder of Riley's Gym Kyoto. And so he was Billy Robinson's kind of like right hand man in in Japan while he was teaching there. And he really helped Billy a lot uh, with all his day to day stuff. But he trained extensively with Billy there in Japan. But then he would also go to train with Roy Wood in Wigan. So he spent at least 20 years going back and forth between Japan and uh, Wigan to train. And so uh, Osamu also met, you know, some of the great wrestlers that you don't really hear about who aren't marketed so heavily, like a, a man who was considered like the best wrestler at Wigan. His name's Billy Joyce, or he's known as Billy Joyce, right? So um, I think it's really simple to just refer to him as Billy Joyce. But um, since Billy, or since <laughs> Billy Joyce didn't go to Japan, uh, he's not necessarily like the one that's marketed so much, um, but he's considered like better than the, than, you know, Carl and, and Billy Robinson. Uh, but he wanted to stay in England, right? That, that was his choice and that's totally fine. But that's one of the reasons why you, you don't know so much about him. But anyway, Osamu, uh, trained with all, all the greats and met all the greats from Wigan, you know, um, and when... Um, he wanted to open up his own gym. Uh, both Billy Robinson and Roy Wood kind of blessed him and they allowed him to call his gym Riley's Gym. Right? And that's basically how they referred to their own gym um, back in Wigan. Right? It wasn't called the Snake Pit at that time when Roy Wood and Billy Robinson and Billy Joyce and all of the other uh, uh, Riley wrestlers were training because they all trained under the coach whose name, or who's called Billy Riley, right? So uh, that's why they referred to it simply as Riley's Gym. They allowed Osamu to call his gym Riley's Gym. So that that can be, or you can think of that as actually the original like affiliate to Riley's, right? So um, so nowadays, a lot of people are referring to, referring themselves as say like Snake Pit or whatever, or even Wigan is kind of reopened up and are calling themselves Snake Pit Wigan. But Back in the day, I mean, the, the original gym, uh, the, you know, they just referred to it as Riley's gym because Coach Billy Riley. And so that's why Osamu's uh, gym is called Riley's Gym Kyoto. And the other thing on top of that is Billy Robinson wrote a letter to Osamu. And in that letter, uh, at the end, he's, he writes, like, keep real wrestling alive, right? So um, I've seen that letter and... Um, we post it from time to time, but it, now it's on his wall in the gym in, in Riley's gym, Kyoto, right? So um, that's that was Billy's wish. That's Roy's wish. That's even Billy Wicks's wish. Um, all the, the great old timers that I've spoken to and met, um, their, their wish is to keep basically keep, keep real wrestling alive, but keep catch wrestling in the way that they understood it, the way they, they um, uh, 
they practiced it. And so that's what we're doing. And that's, that's always been my goal. And we're going to continue doing that in 2021 uh, and into the future. All right. So I just wanted to kind of <clears throat> give you that origin. And uh, I think we'll all just be saying it more and more in, in our videos. So, so those of you who are new, now you understand why that's like our slogan or our motto or whatever. And um, we'll just keep on reminding you of that. So hopefully those of you out there who are, are kind of like-minded and who really want to preserve this almost a uh, dying art, you know, um, hopefully you can join us and, uh, you know, just you know, just help us uh, by being a fan or, you know, or if you, if you want to train, you know, let, let's, let's get you trained. Um, so thank you for your support and all that. Uh, but I just want to let you know uh, w where this whole thing comes from. Uh, last year, because of COVID and all that, we didn't have a, a tournament. Uh, we, as, I don't know if you know, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles. And so right, even right now, um, not at first, but right now, uh, we're really a, a big COVID hotspot. So a lot of people um, are testing positive for the virus. Our, our hospitals uh, are pretty full of COVID patients. Um, I know, you know several people who've, who are struggling with it. Um, I know people who have died of it. So, um, so I think right now it is unethical to put people's lives at risk or people's health at risk um, to have an, and have an event here in Los Angeles. So uh, um, I decided to hold off and uh, hopefully pretty soon, pretty soon, uh, you know, it'll be safer to, um, to have events and stuff. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of people in California uh, didn't um, like say a lot of gyms didn't shut down. They just, covered the windows of their gym and then people were training inside. I know several people who did that and tested positive for COVID. Um, and so, yeah, we even have some UFC fighters struggling to, to not only once they test positive, like they, uh, they, they got it pretty bad, you know, they survived, but they're still struggling with the outcomes after they recover from the initial symptoms, you know, they're still struggling to get back to training uh, at the level that they were used to. So like people really gotta take this seriously. In, in China, I know like the people that I know, I know so many people there in different cities doing fantastic. Um, my student in China, Shiming, she was able to win four MMA fights and now she's like the uh, considered number one in her weight class in MMA in China um, because they took it more seriously. So anyway, let's let's go ahead and uh, get back to what we're talking about. Let's, let's, so let's go ahead and see some of your some of your questions. Um, yeah, Sans three hundred seven. Yeah, catches the best. <laughs> um, yeah. So so yeah, that's the thing. So catch does. Uh, okay, let me. So this continuing from Sans. His next comment was catch has some deadly deadly control and insane submissions. Uh, yes, that's true. That's that's very true. Um, yeah, because really it's all about control, and that's why uh, catch wrestling is can be considered like a more of a like more of a martial style, or you can also use it for self defense. Uh, at least a lot of the principles for self defense, right? So, and that's what it, that that's why a lot of catch wrestling was incorporated into not only British but U.S. combatives training. Especially like around World War One and stuff, you, you also had people um, uh, like Earl Caddick uh, 
train uh, other soldiers, um, you know, in the early 1900s. Um, we also have Tom Jenkins, I believe, and uh, but Earl Caddick was the one um, who I remember reading a, in, an interview about. So they interviewed him about him uh, training soldiers uh, for, you know, American soldiers. And uh, one of the things he was talking about is, and I think I've referenced it a few times, is that uh, he can tell who's green, like quote unquote green, based on if they're trying to choke each other out. Right. So, so he kind of has to, uh, he kind of speaks to the problem we have nowadays. I think a lot of people uh, think that the choke is the, like the end all be all and that you can always get it. But a lot of people are good at defending it. And a lot of times if your wrestling ability is good, you know, you're going to keep your head away from the person. Also too, like uh, what we're seeing is uh, leg locks are really becoming trendy and popular. So people think that leg locks nowadays are the end all be all. But again, if your wrestling ability is great, you can keep your legs away from uh, someone who's going to try to leg lock you and you can pass, you know, pressure pass or smash pass uh, past their legs. And uh, like what we saw uh, a few weeks ago now, there was that match between uh, Kennedy Maciel Right from he's, he's uh, if you guys follow jujitsu, he's his dad is really famous jujitsu practitioner. Uh, they call him Cobrinha, and um, and so Kennedy he had a match against Gio Martinez, who is a big time a tenth planet practitioner. And <clears throat> so I, since I have experience training at both of these schools, right? Um, I know Kennedy wouldn't, or it seems. Like Cabrinha definitely doesn't train the leg locks as, as heavily as a 10th Planet school would. So what you saw is uh, in that match is that Kennedy was, he was getting his legs caught, but he was doing his best to use wrist control, using pressure, staying on top, and he was able to get his legs back. He was able then to pass uh, the legs of Gio, um, he wasn't necessarily able to capitalize on passing and staying on top and getting into like a pin position. Um, but at least he was using some of these principles and you see that even in like, a, uh, it's a, so some people who are like such huge fanatics of jujitsu, um, they might not realize that Kennedy was kind of using a lot of wrestling principles to ultimately win that match. So the, there was no submission at the end of that match, but Kennedy was the decided winner of that match. But yeah, he pretty much stayed on top, used pressure, used wrist control, uh, and was able to escape uh, numerous leg lock attempts because Gio was really going for it. Um, so you can see how these things work in, not only in wrestling, but you know, you, you will have some critics talk about like, oh, jujitsu person can, can beat, Catch, you know, big fans of jujitsu are talking about how 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 much superior uh, jujitsu is to what we do. But then you see at what they would consider the highest level, so two black belts who are very well known uh, using wrestling principles, and one guy who's using the most wrestling principles wins a match. So um, I think people just don't realize that like these differences. I think they all think, oh, it's all jujitsu, but it really. Um, uh, it's not, it's not exactly. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and, um, let's go ahead and get to another one of your questions. 
So Jones, DR5S, freestyle and folk style wrestling mix. Jiu-jitsu is not catch wrestling. Mixing those arts would be submission grappling or would closely resemble luta livre in Brasilia. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think, um, I think that's really a pretty good way to put it because um, when you look at luta livre, they really, uh, there's really a de-emphasis on the pins Right, so there, there's no there's no pins according to uh, my understanding and what I've seen on video and then the people I've, I've spoken to, uh, because I, I see your comments also, <laughs> like a lot of you guys uh, are commenting about Luta Libre. And uh, so I've looked into it more and more. And yeah, even though this is the, the way the history goes is like maybe like a catch wrestler went down to Brazil and then ended up developing uh, Luta Libre, uh, there was just a complete disregard for the pin. So then again, then the style evolves to something different, even though they're both kind of like no gi styles. Um, and, you know, they're, they're both have, you know, their, um, you know, their, their goodness about them, right, as well. Because uh, you see a lot of cool stuff coming out of Luta Libre as well, and especially since, uh, <laughs> since I've been looking more and more into it. Yeah, a lot of great stuff there. Um, so, uh, but you see that they are different. And I think that's a really good comment uh, from Jones, uh, because yeah, it's like, you'll see these different, and you, you've seen some people even claim to be doing catch wrestling and then they're doing this mixing of these different styles. And, um, yeah, I think it's best to just call those submission grappling or even, uh, like some people call them like hybrid styles or whatever. So, but do you guys have a problem with, with that kind of definition? I think it's actually, pretty pretty apt or it's like a, the appropriate terminology that you guys sh should be using for those styles um because the thing that i like my point of view would be like if you're talking about oh i know some cat and this i run into it even in uh in training you know they have uh because i teach at an mma gym and then i'll, I'll run into some of these other coaches who then say like oh yeah i know catch wrestling and and then when you wrestle or when you grapple with them it's obvious they don't know the first thing about wrestling. And, and I've even uh, I trained some students who've trained with these other um, other like coaches who claim to, to teach catch wrestling as well. And then the student doesn't know even some of the fundamental Nelson holds and stuff like that. So, uh, so letting you know a little bit more of my personal experience, uh, you'll see people claiming to know or do catch wrestling or, to, or their hybrid style or their submission grappling style claims to have catch wrestling like baked in or, you know, as part of it. But I, I would say, and it might, it's my opinion that the, the pure catch wrestling or the closest you can get to like full on 100% catch wrestling, you'll probably be doing a lot better in your grappling. Right. But you'll see like, if uh, like they always talk about like the Jack of all trades is a master of none. I, I'd say, I'd put, I'd say that's probably fitting to this kind of, a submission grappling thing where you're just like taking bits and pieces from all these different styles um then you're not necessarily learning the philosophy or you're not learning um the the entirety of the the entire spirit of the of, we say like the catch wrestling language or the catch wrestling way of doing things so then then you, th I think that's like when you get like these uh, these things where it's like I've experienced where it's like someone saying like oh my coach taught me catch wrestling and then 
they don't even know what a quarter Nelson is or a half Nelson or, you know, or they don't know a sit out or different things. So, but they, they've, they sure know some kind of crazy, uh, like hundred move type submission, like hundred steps to get to one submission hold. Right. So I think that's a problem. Right. I, then, then you have all these people claiming to do catch wrestling and then they're going to be losing in matches because uh, if someone's resisting you, you're not going to be able to get from step one to step. Um, I'm exaggerating, but like to step 100, uh, because they're gonna they're gonna block one of the one of the 99 steps in between, right? So catch wrestling uh, is definitely a much more um, straightforward style, and uh, like it's better for controlling because we know these things like uh, and we implement these different things like this the different Nelsons. I think in jiu-jitsu recently, I've been seeing more of an implementation of the three-quarter Nelson. Um, and also, what Gordon Ryan, he's doing the power half a lot, which in catch wrestling, you uh, you can call it the Nelson and bar, right? Because it is a Nelson with a bar across the, the back of the, the opponent's head. So your, your hand going across the back, that's like the bar, right? So And then the other hand going underneath the, their armpit and cl clasping hands. Uh, that is the the Nelson part. So it's Nelson and Bar. But nowadays in wrestling, it's been, it's been shortened to just be called Power Half because you get you get tremendous leverage uh, to push their head down. So Power Half, and you'll see, um, say Gordon Ryan referring to it as Power Half and all that, uh, which is cool because he's not like making up some name and and claiming to to have invented that hold. Right? It's it's old. All the stuff is like very very old. So Sans three oh seven. I wish I had. I wish we had a catch wrestling program where you live. Um, yep. I wish. I wish. <laughs> or even uh, was that that old? Speaking of California, where I live, you know, you have that old Beach Boys song where it's like uh, they wish they could all be California girls, right? So <laughs> I wish everyone could uh, live near me, and uh, you know, we can all train together in Los Angeles. Um, but yeah, we do have. Uh, the online training programs. Uh, so you can go to our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com, and under CWA Academy, uh, you can start training there, and uh, maybe you can be the instructor, right? So um, at least you can be learning a lot of the fundamental techniques, and um, you would get a better understanding of the style. And if you want to teach later, that's up to you, but it'd be great just to help preserve the art, you know, uh, if you become a Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy student. Right. So keep on asking your questions. I uh, definitely want to make this a little bit more free. So I kind of explained kind of like what we're about, what I'm about. Uh, I do, um, you know, they're like, like I'm, I'm try basically trying to keep to the original style as best as we know. And my knowledge, again, comes from the several original wrestlers that I've spent time with. I've even spoken directly with Billy Wicks before he passed away. And of course, at the beginning, we talked about Billy Robinson um, and, and of course, Roy Wood. And we're working on some other project uh, later to kind of try to give you um, some kind of more um, uh, interview stuff with some of, some of these other people. So uh, we'll keep that a secret for right now. But um, just to kind of get you guys interested into what we're all the different things we're working on, especially for 2021. 
Um, so, of course, once COVID goes down or dies down, especially in the United States, um, then we'll, we'll have more events and um, um, we, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just keep keep doing what we're doing. Um, all right. So keep on asking questions, guys, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can tell you a little bit more about. Uh, Billy Robinson, especially my time in Arkansas with him, he um, that was he basically expressed to me the same thing that um, that he he probably expressed to Osamu Matsunami in Japan uh, with his gym and wanting to keep real wrestling alive. Uh, that's that was his desire, and um, so you'll have people talking about the the their the whole idea about chokes and stuff. So. Basically, the way Billy Robinson practiced, or Billy Robinson learned, Carl Gotch, or I, I like to call him Carl Istas because he definitely he wasn't related to, because uh, that was his real name, and and um, he wasn't related to Frank Gotch at all. Um, but the way Frank Gotch, right, the way um, you know Farmer Burns, Roy Wood, Dick Cardinal, all these all these old time wrestlers they weren't practicing with chokes, right? So they knew that they were, um, the way catch wrestling was done professionally, that's the way they did it. You can totally, they, they would even refer to chokes in the old books as like something you can do for self-defense. Oh, I should have, maybe next time we'll talk about chokes specifically. But even uh, Farmer Burners talks about like, oh yeah, you can use chokes for self-defense, but ultimately if you really want to control somebody, you know, you, you're going to use the wrestling way more over than trying to choke somebody, uh, especially if you want to detain someone and, you know, like control them, bring them down to the ground uh, and and uh, immobilize them. You're not going to be doing it as effectively just by choking them. You're going to be using, you want to be using wrestling to do that. Um, so um, that's, that. so that whole sentiment about, um Keeping catch wrestling the way they understood it uh, is what we're what we're what we're going to be continuing to do, and that's what we've always done, um, anyway. So, but I kind of want to let people know who might who are more new to this channel or new to Catch Wrestling Alliance, because we've been getting a lot of a lot more um, messages from you guys, or, or more people have been discovering us. Um, so, I appreciate everyone reaching out. Because uh, the, you know, like they they see that what we do is different than what the other things that they've seen online, um, and I'm I'm glad that you guys can see that, All right? And so thank you for reaching out and uh, wanting to work with us. We really appreciate you. Um, so so just to reiterate, is that like we we keep it to the way that the old timers who asked me in particular to keep it that way. Uh, that's what we're doing, right? And if you understand these types of wrestling principles very, very well, or catch wrestling principles, you're going to be successful not only in catch wrestling, but even in MMA, in um, you know, no gi jiu jitsu. Um, so, like, really, there's there's a difference, and um, I'm glad you guys are seeing it, and I'm glad you guys are uh, you know supporting this channel. Um, I really appreciate it. All right, so. Um, I hope you guys uh, have a good good New Year. I think we'll go ahead. If no one asks questions, then we'll go ahead and uh, cut it short. I just wanted to make sure that people really understood what we mean by keep real wrestling alive. 
that's basically it. It came from one of my coaches, Billy Robinson. And you can see you know, here he is right, <laughs> he's right there on the in the photograph here. I should have put it up on the big screen, but I wasn't I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't thinking right. Um, but at least you can if you're watching the YouTube video here, as opposed to listening to the podcast, I'm holding the picture here so you guys can see. Um, there's several pictures of us, and uh, but I thought this one came out pretty nice. Um, yeah, so there we go. So I think we'll go ahead and keep this this first one of the year a short one. I wanted to just let you guys know what we're all about. Uh, feel free to leave any comments. If there's anything in particular that you want to know about with regards to catch wrestling, um, please uh, you know leave it in the comments. You can also um, if you want to support us by becoming a member of this channel, we have tons of videos that you would gain access to if you become a member at the middle tier and up. Uh, you can also become uh, what we call super student tier. So that means that you not only get access to all our extra videos, but you can get access to the Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy. So what you would do if you become a super student, then you would register on this on YouTube as a super student, and then you would contact me with your email address so I can enroll you into our online uh, CWA Academy. So that that's how it works. And um, But yeah, let me know any questions, any other topics you'd like to learn about. Um, just um, we're going to keep real wrestling alive and look for a lot of good. Actually, there's a bunch of good things that I didn't even mention that didn't cross my mind. But we are, we're working on a lot of things for you this year. And um, so hopefully you stay with us. Really, we, I really appreciate what you're doing. Uh, everyone who's like really struggling to uh, preserve this wonderful art appreciates um, everyone who who likes it as well. All right. So thank you for watching. And then uh, we'll see you next time.